0: Good morning, Dan and Amy. We uh, began uh, this discussion yesterday after the Vigano testimony over the weekend, this uh, memo written by a former high-ranking official in the Catholic Church about uh, the systemic sexual abuse in the Church and the cover-up of it, uh, including now reaching Pope Francis, per the allegations of Vigano suggesting that uh, Pope Francis ignored what he had to know was true about uh, former DC Archbishop and Cardinal uh, McCarrick
1: and Pope Francis was asked that on the plane yesterday with reporters and he refused to answer the question
0: he said uh, you've read the letter you've seen I've seen the letter you've seen it you make your own judgment I will not say a single word on this and you've heard from some of the leading, Catholic intellectuals in the world, including Princeton's Robbie George, suggesting that's just not an acceptable statement in response to the detailed testimony of Viganò. And I agree with Robbie George uh, speaking as a Catholic. My experience in the Catholic Church, going to Catholic school from K through 12, uh, was always good. The priests, uh, the nuns, the Benedictines, the, the monks, the lay people, it was always good. But that clearly wasn't the experience for A lot of people, and this has been precipitated by this grand jury report in Pennsylvania, whereas our friend Selena Zito writes, 54 of the 67 counties in Pennsylvania uh, were home to a priest who is alleged to have sexually abused other individuals. Uh, And the church is unbelievable, unbelievable after a certainly north of a billion dollars in settlements and you know we're we're getting into decades of reckoning here and it continues to be piecemeal and painstaking uh, now reaching the papacy where it appears that it's going to continue to be painstaking because Pope Francis uh, will not address it at least so far on the merits and if he doesn't if he won't then I think you're going to hear more people calling for him to resign, and I certainly will be part of that chorus.
1: Well, it was weird because Cardinal Soupidge, our Chicago Cardinal, he did one-on-one interviews with each local media, and you know Chuck Gowdy asked him about you know, did the Pope cover up any sexual abuses? Did he know about any cover-ups of sexual abuses in the United States?
0: My experience with the Pope is that as soon as he knows about something, he acts on it. And yeah. He
1: danced around the question, danced around, and then said that.
0: Yeah, well, it, you, you have to—you you should go chapter and verse with Supage on the Vigano letter because Supage is implicated yeah. not as covering up sexual abuse but as being a favored son of McCarrick. He wasn't supposed to be named the Archbishop of Chicago, and it was, according to Vigano, uh, it was McCarrick and a small group of individuals who were counselors to the pope— who shoehorned Supich into Chicago, as well as another archbishop in Newark. Uh, also mentioned in Vigano's testimonies, Cardinal Whirl, um, who was the archbishop of Pittsburgh, Seattle, Pittsburgh, and uh, ultimately D.C., who was seen as um, uh, sort of um, a whistleblower with respect to the sex abuse scandal, and now it turns out maybe not so much. By the way, also Cupich. Uh, well, he it, sat
1: down with Lisa Madigan yesterday, was interviewed by her, said that there's no secret files here in Chicago.
0: Yeah, you know, Lisa oh. Madigan will not get to the bottom of anything. Yeah. It's you know it's a nice pro forma event. Cupich should also be asked and should have to account for his conferring an award to McCarrick just two years ago.
1: I really wish you sat down and interviewed him rather than Chuck Gowdy.
0: Well, I wish I would, too, but I don't think the Cardinal wants to um,
1: have a one on one with Dan Prague? or the arch
0: would uh, allow him to do that Uh, for more on this topic uh, from a very personal level as well. Very, very, very good piece um, in uh, the uh, New York Post by Selena Zito, when the beloved priest from your childhood turns out to be a monster. So she's got a personal uh, experience to recount as well. Selena, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate it.
2: Uh, thanks so much for having me.
0: So uh, why don't we just start with, kind of with your personal experience I just referenced, uh, and that you detail in your column, uh, particularly since this firestorm, uh, most recent firestorm generated from that Pennsylvania Grand Jury report from, you know, whence you hail. Oh, great. Right. Uh, so um, I grew up uh, a
2: Catholic in, in the Pittsburgh area. In fact, I've known Bishop World for most of my life. He's a, a native um, Pittsburgher, and he ascended into the hierarchy of the Catholic Church um, here in Pittsburgh. Uh, I uh, attended a, a small little, well, at the time, actually, during the 60s and 70s, there was a booming, um, blue-collar, middle-class Catholic parish um, in the city of Pittsburgh, and uh, attended a Catholic school, um, elementary school there from first grade through eighth grade and was stunned to find out that during my time there, there were three priests um, uh, who who have been accused in this document, including my favorite, who was uh, Father John Maloney. He was, when I was in first grade, he was 22 years old He's a young priest. Um, all of the kids looked up to him. Uh, he would come out and, you know, play in the playground with us. And uh, when he spoke to, he did Mass every Tuesday uh, with, with all the children in the parish. And when he left, in, when I was in, uh, I, I guess, about sixth grade, I was, you know, really sad. But when I saw him on the list, I was absolutely devastated but someone that I had really looked up to uh, and and had, you know, given me my first two sacraments outside of baptism, which is confession and uh, communion, just devastated to find out that that he was um, among the 99 in Pittsburgh who had abused children throughout their career.
1: Did he abuse anyone that you went to school with or anyone in your class or anyone no in your No one is church? named,
2: yeah, no one is named in the um in the document, uh, so that remains unnamed, and that sort of haunts you yeah. because you try to think, gosh, how did I not see someone, you know, hurting? I mean, how did I not see someone uh, who was, you know, obviously hiding a secret? You know, and you search your mind, eye to try to imagine. You know, if you're in school or in the playground or in church, was there someone who who should have stood out to me? But, of course, you know, you're a kid, and you don't always have those instincts that you have as an adult to be able to spot problems.
0: The the impact on the church is uh, quantifiable, and you can also kind of pick it up on site if you go to Mass in terms of the uh, dwindling attendance, the dwindling contributions, the financial problems that... uh, Arch uh, diocesan uh, uh, centers are having, and but I wonder. Um, I mean, particularly Pennsylvania, with that grand jury report, is sort of a whole different thing than just kind of living with the drop, drop, drop of this over the last couple of decades as a Catholic. And and I wonder what the uh, fallout has been from that grand jury report over the last couple of weeks.
2: So I um, was at mass the following Sunday, and there were. It was probably half as what it usually is. And it's already dwindling, as you said. Uh, as the part of the problem, I believe, is that if people have reached this moment, and, and it's sort of a judgment moment. Okay, how are you going to handle this? How are you going to prosecute this? Are you going to show remorse? And and we're talking about from leadership within the church. You know, part of the struggle for Catholics is that we are taught, as part of our theology, that the institution of the church, meaning the bishops and the and then and the um, and the priests and the cardinals and the pope, are also divine. Uh, and so. When there's very little remorse and there's very little addressing of the issue and it's brushed aside, in particular, or in particular, handled almost as though it's a a politician, right? Right. Uh, Bishop Orell has handled this very politically. Uh, The Pope has handled it very politically, but they've not handled it um, empathetically, sympathetically. There's none of that. There's no deep sorrow. There's no regret. There's no asking for forgiveness. Uh, it's very curt and dry and not what we as Catholics expect from our, um, our leadership. And well, this will affect my faith, what it does impact is my trust in the institution of the church. And that has to be earned back. And I suspect there are many people of the Catholic faith that feel these similar way. Yeah,
1: with, I mean, their statements were without remorse or contrition. And, and yeah. so the question needs to be asked, if Pope Francis knew about the sexual abuses in the United States, covered him up, should he resign? Do you want him to resign? Or do you wait, have I, to wait for I, more information to come forward?
2: Well, if that is the case, if he knew, and you know, and and still allowed it to continue, and still allowed these criminals to behave that way with minor children, well, I, I can't imagine how anyone should be able to keep their position of of overseeing people who would he, he would allow to continue to commit crime he
0: he really he rehabilitated mccarrick and it is not credible and not just from the vegano letter just the 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 time the, 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 the uh the, the timeline uh the details that were publicly available for a decade before he was elevated to to pope it is not credible that he didn't know about mccarrick and he made him a, well, an advisor anyway
2: and and that's You know, he is another one who is incredibly political in terms of how he manages things. And that's one of the problems and one of the problems the Catholic Church has is as these men, and it is men, it's only men um, who rise in these positions, uh, they become distant from their flock, they become creatures of of the perfect scene, the perfect words, but they don't become administers of uh, of of the faith and, and the behavior that you should have when there's a situation that is just untoward.
0: And, and this is how you get uh, contrition and repentance for thee, but not for me, that sort of culture. And I mean, this is sort of this is within the same topic area. This is not abuse, but it is um, unseemly. This story out of San Jose, the San Jose diocese buying a $2.3 million retirement home for uh, their uh, local bishop, Patrick McGrath, uh, the, a diocese of about 640,000 Catholics there. Now, obviously, that's a, that's a ritzy real estate market. But yeah. still, two point three billion. Uh, does does the bishop a need a twelve? Does the uh, bishop need a five bedroom mansion for his uh, golden years? Um, you, you know, it's yeah, that, so. that kind of stuff. I mean, it, obviously, the sex abuse stuff is on a whole nother plane. But it's just this kind of stuff. The uh, there's one uh, faith for you, and then there's another way of living for me. Uh, it is very much, I think you hit it on the head, it is very much like you're talking about a bunch of politicians, not uh, faith leaders.
2: Exactly. I mean, <laughs> um, I can't even imagine that a 2.1 million dollar 2.3. House? 2.3. And
0: obviously, as oh a
1: kid's <laughs> yeah. but still, I mean, that's We're a lot of space of, for one person. Yeah,
2: that, that that's an, a
1: sense of entitlement that is
2: beyond the pale but i mean you know, i mean
1: with that with cardinal mccarrick uh, even pope benedict confirmed that he disciplined him for it's bad a, behavior it's a fact it's, it's not a in fact. dispute. and then yeah. he's an, an analyst on nbc news i mean how do you how do you ever get gain trust back in in the catholic church and in, you know and how it, does it affect your religion
2: Well, as I said, for me personally, it doesn't impact my faith, but it does deeply impact my relationship with the church. And by church, I mean the institution. And while I can not speak for every Catholic, I suspect that is probably a common sentiment that is held by many people. Uh, You know, and this goes to sort of that, that, that loss of, trust in in institutions um uh, throughout you know every um every industry it's not just the church we have the, we have a, a, a fracture in our uh, society with institutions by large and this is just another one and i don't think that that this connection with larger institutions and expertise is very healthy for a society. Yeah. You know, but they they certainly have earned it.
0: No question. And and I think it's an important distinction that you're getting to the uh it's not the flaws of Catholicism, the faith, it's the flaws of the men in the hierarchy of the church. The exactly. faith the faith is not impugned by the evil acts of mortals, uh, who allegedly right. ascribe to it even if they wear vestments. And and that distinction needs to be made. It's not made in the very often
2: right and that's what I wrote in my in my uh, column this week it, it was not a um, it was not, I have not lost my faith my faith has nothing to do with human you know like earthly humans
0: <laughs> right. it
2: has uh, everything to do uh, with my belief system uh, but you know these were earthly human who conducted and looked away and 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 shuttled around people who abused and harmed children in a very heinous way robbed rob these people of their childhood. I don't I don't know how you um, I, I I'm just stunned every every Sunday or you know or Friday when statements come out and nothing's better, nothing's addressed. And I think that the church as an institution is is going
0: to suffer for this. Uh, Selena Zito, Washington Examiner, reporter, New York Post, columnist, CNN contributor of the book, Don't Forget uh, on Politics, The Great Revolt Inside the Populist Coalition, Reshaping American Politics, and her uh, most recent column, you can get at Town Hall and elsewhere, When the Beloved Priest from Your Childhood Turns Out to be a Monster. Selena, thanks so much for joining us, as always, appreciate it.
1: Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, sorry that happened to you. Uh, and Selena joined us on our Turnkey Pro answer line. The more you listen, the more you
2: listen, the more you'll know. This is Chicago's Morning Answer. Morning Answer. On AM 560, The Answer.